Hello and welcome to episode 223 of the Loud and Proud podcast. The Newtown Blues is the final say in the season. The Feckins are at Leinster and the under 21 competition is really, really hotting up now. I'm going to have that and a whole lot more, but first, Oasis. So, for the second time this season, a loud team has bowed out of Leinster in Enniscorty. The same sort of little training pitch hidden behind the Greyhound track um, saw the Feckins downfall this season. I thought they were going to win that game, I thought they were going to go on to Leinster the final, but just got a bad start, went down 1 4 early on, no score early on, couldn't get back into it. Paddy Lynch was a bit wayward with his freeze. And then a late goal from Jack Murray at the end puts a bit of gloss in the scoreline, one eight to one four. Just wasn't to be, um, but still a fine season. Good wins picked up during the way, and it just wasn't to be in a wet and miserable day then in Escorty. A long old haggerty trip down the road, a bit of a boring straight run down there, and then yeah, just a lovely town actually in Escorty. But it's uh, probably maybe it goes back to them old kind of. Traditions that the, the Wexford team, Wexford Horling County, has that bit of a higher standard or just more of a more of a tradition, really, and then just gets them over the line. So hard luck to them. But a great season overall for the Falcons. They were really they were the best team in Loud Horland by a mile, and they're possibly missing a couple of players as well. Um, right. So from Enniscorthy to Darver, um. It was actually a mild, very mild night in Darwin and the rain picked up in the second half. But, as Danny Nugent said, the legend Danny Nugent said to Des Lane walking off the field, the Blues manager, two out of three ain't bad, Des. And when you think of it, they won at the start of the year, they won the uh, Shieland Cup, they fairly well put up a high score in the Moctis, they then to win the, the league final last night and they were full value for it. It's uh, it just shows how much of a good season the hand or kicking the ball away in the in the in the drawn game to win that to win that out as well. You know, that miss pass was a Kieran Downey and Kieran Keenan intercepts and they go up the field for Darren McConnell's level and score. Um was probably the difference in it because but they really, really kept the ball very well last night, especially in the last few minutes. I get talking about it now. But overall, like it's the Blues getting the final say of the season and it's great for the motivation they hadn't played or done a challenge match for 8 weeks since that um, final the replay and nothing like that to get you motivated right, we're playing the senior we're playing the team to beat us in the senior final again let's get a good rattle at them let's get let's get a focus on let's get training and we we get gain a bit of revenge because you know are you, you 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 win a senior championship? You're not. Your focus isn't going to be all there. You're happy with the big prize in loud football, you know. And you know, it shows in a night like that, and it shows in the first few minutes of a game. And Ardy failed, struggled to get into it. The Blues really got hit the tempo hard early on, and once they got that grip and got that lead, there was no real surrender from them. And also. Andy McDonald again, lads, absolutely outstanding. Like he was just, he's just controlling the thing. He's giving out to his own players. He's dictating the play. He's dictating the pace of play. He was sulking. He was shadowing in behind. He was creeping in. He was full action. He was taking hits. He was tackling, and it's just he was he was even more determined than usual. And you just you just felt there's no way he's going to lose again. You know, his, his defiance was all over the field, but then kicking three points as well. Um, 
you know, a savage to turn the second half, and then even his last point would actually prove to be the winner. Such as the late drama from Luke Matthews come off the bench, good player, very good player, good good footballer, and uh, finished his goal very well. But like as well as Andy's forced personality on proceedings, the Blues reverted back to the tried and trusted, like they put John Camo back in the middle of the field, Colm Judge back in sweeping. Ian Connor was excellent on the wing last night, a really really effective game. Uh, probably boring if I'm not featured enough in that senior final with a bit of motivation as well. He was excellent. Really good footballer. And like, when you think of the players that was, that was missing last night, like Kieran Downey didn't play, Conor Rayson's away, uh, Chris Reid is away, so that's three off the starting team. And then Ardy had five away. Don McKenney, two Jacksons, Tom and Liam, and the two Keenans, Kieran and Evan, who has been out anyway. So, Obviously, the RD were hampered a little bit more, especially <laughs> trying to unlock that Blues kind of defence, putting men behind the ball. They're very good man markers anyway, like they did in the final. Uh, but then putting Colin Judge back there just controlled things even more. It really, really worked. It was uh, like I'd say there's a lot of regrets that they didn't do it in the senior final. Um, I'd say as well the fact that. Kieran Kluski Kelly did such a jo- good job on Darren McConnell. McConnell didn't get a kick. I don't think he had one shot off target, but very limited in his uh, in his uh, impact on the game. Well, Kieran Keane is the man that missed the most in terms of unlocking that defence, and then in transition, Tom and Liam are massive, and then Don McKenney would have been a great man to have in defence. But then Downey was obviously missing for the Blues, but. The fact that Clusey Kelly was tore choice in picking up McConnell, like you know, we seen how the damage he did in the first day on Emma Carlin, then the second day he sets up the goal on Alan Connor, you know, I'd say it's like, oh yeah, so there's a lot of things left unanswered, a little, little bit of regret and a little bit of validation for doing it then last night, making those calls as well. But uh, yeah, it was tough without the, the, the five players for RD, and, uh, but Jamie Kelly, he landed the first of two frees on the night. Um, on the back of a powerful Darren Alley run. Darren Alley was brilliant last night. Kicked three points in the first half. Really powerful. They opened up a 3 0 lead. But really, his pace really showed. You know, he was cutting through. He was very accurate. He was very um, decisive. You know, you can see probably he was training with Louder. He has that in the tank. Because Shane Mattis, who got a call up, we'll be talking about call ups during the week on patreon.com forward slash Louder Proud. He was really pacey as well. Um, RJ Callan scored first he responded Shane Matthews got a really good score um, to make it one point but they were very uncharacteristically blunt already up front you know the Ronan Carroll started Ryan Rooney started Conor Gillespie started Jonathan Cummins started it was just they just weren't able to break down that that kind of defensive system from the Blues Um what was what else? Yeah, Matt is excellent. Really good player. Probably the best player. He didn't deserve to be on the losing side. Best RD player on the night. Ferg who then grew into the game. He shifted up that left-hand side. Colin Judge swept and cut out a few more balls. That's all. Nally get two in a row. And then the Blues were kicking a lot of wides. Despite the dominance. Uh, and then Andy McDonald just gets the ball. 45 yards out. Has, has enough of this. And slaps the ball over. And just, you know, puts them 6-3 ahead. And Robert Carr free at the end. I think that's from a Fergal Donahue foul as well. They made a 7-3 at half time. And who gets the first score of the second half? Andy McDonald. Yeah, so the 8-3. And Ardy are chugging along. Uh, but like such is their quality. Like, you know, they can score. 
Keen Moore gets a really good score. He's been, he gets the ball and he knows there's two lads about to go and, and jump on his foot. And he's only a little bit of time to, to kick it. Similar like to a rugby lad, a quarter, um, not a quarterback, um, a fly half, just about to be blocked down. Doesn't take his eye off and, and clips it over the bar. And then Ronan gets a really good score. Really typical Ronan Carroll score where, where his knee is like high under his chin when he whips it and curls it high over the bar. That made it a three-point game. And Carl Murray's side, they had momentum. They had real momentum, but they never looked like getting a goal. And because of the Blues protection, like Judge Sweep and the man, the matchups were going well for the Blues and just getting bodies back. And then James McGillick's kickouts were a wee bit wayward as well. They were very wayward. Just so that kind of get, uh, broke the momentum. But you always knew, final 10 minutes, already you have obviously a little bit more on the legs. They have been playing at a high level, played Leinster four weeks ago. Um, but three weeks ago actually and then Darren Clark comes off the bench he adds a bit of clout kicks two points over the bar good scores um, but there's still there's still a three point game there still that margin that comfort that cushion from the Blues and the managing it quite well and then Andy McDonald drives forward and then kicks the score and actually Ian Connor kicks a great score in between as well uh, but Andy kicks it to make it 11-7 and that point would prove to be the difference um, with uh, Hardy out of nothing Robert Levy sprays the ball across field to uh, Niall Eccles like Niall Eccles hasn't featured in the championship at all for Hardy he's a good player come in there at centre half play quite well quick hands with Conor Gillespie who was, who was going to be taken off Paddy Clark was coming on from quick hands and then slipped it to Luke Matthews on the scoreboard end on the the, the right corner comes in that side and smashes it home a really good goal one point game you thought oh here we go I thought well I thought sake, extra time um, but Ardy they couldn't get the ball back the Blues kept the ball for about three minutes four injury time and into additional time they ate up the clock they kept the ball Ardy did get one chance but nothing really um, it was just a masterful way to see out the victory and uh, just in the fashion of the master Anthony McDonald so that's it that's my um, Carl O'Donnell report and uh, congratulations to the Blues who were excellent um, in the win and probably should have won by more but credit to Hardy that's why the county champions they can score they can hit you they have a depth of a panel as well and they're very interesting they have a really good rivalry now building up you know obviously those two sides lash horns again next year maybe they get each other in the group next year you know but um, yeah so the Blues 2 out of 3 ain't bad God that that Germany Spain game is like watching Hardy and the Blues tight and battling for possession Right, um, under 21 competition is hotting up. We now know the six teams left because the Brides were beaten today by the Kevins. They had a big win. TJ Donny and Tom Mattis got goals in the first half and then Cameron uh, Maher, TJ again and Matthews did a lot of scoring in the second half as they beat the Brides. And they will take on the winners of Roach and the Feckins at home. That game's on Tuesday night. Mattock Hunterstown take on RD on Tuesday night and the winner of that game will play Monas the Bice I think at home that was a big win they had over over Kilkerley Malachy combination um, without um, the two greys Tom and Ushin Dara Dorian gets the winning goal in the in the second half having trailed 1-5 to 5 at half time so a big win for them and that, that'll push that group on under a new manager I've spoke who I've spoken about during the week on the managerial merry-go-round there might be a few more updates on that during the week, so you should sign up, patreon.com forward slash 
loud and proud. But yeah, really good competition. Six really high quality teams left. Um, and even the brides bearing out were good. And Kilcarely, Malik, I thought they, I thought they'd go all the way to the final. I thought they were quite good with <coughs> Fionn Komsky and uh, Quigley and that there and what have you. But look at that just shows the, the standard of player that's coming through the Martins that they're producing player after player. And this is, after all, the year that they won the minor championship with Sean Healy and Joe Gordon getting man of the match and this is superb performance in goal. So yeah, really good, really good uh, competition. Really delighted to see that hot, getting a lot of attention because it's one that was nearly neglected down the years. Um, right, so just to finish up, we're going to be updating the podcast. We're going to get a few on the panel, the loud panel in the 20s and then the senior panel as well. We'll have a look at that. We will uh, have an update. David Clifford Watch, I told you last week and or two weeks ago and it, it proved to be the case that the, the, the 1,500 capacity for that Monster Club game was um, was sold out. So you couldn't get you couldn't get to go to the one-sided game, thankfully, because it was such a one-sided game, and even Clifford was outscored by two O'Shea brothers, I think it is. So, Jesus Christ, imagine, imagine being outscored. Imagine outscoring David Clifford. You'd never, like, you'd never stop saying it to anyone you met. Uh, but yeah, so that that there in the Monster Junior final stage. Um, just want to say thanks as well to the cleaning doctor, external cleaning services, allowed in Monaghan for a great year at the shows. Oh, it's one of the best things that I that I enjoy doing to show the live aspect of it getting the updates getting the scores in naming players having a bit of crack and interaction back when people are mentioned and it's nice to be like say within a half an hour of the ga- of the games being over uh, giving out the, the scores giving out who got the scores giving out the run of the game and then it's how the, how the table is reacting especially this year with the split season we had like what were we 12 11 and 5 the split so 16 17 shows there 17 live shows and really enjoyable really love doing it and it's a bit of crack as well and look it gets uh, plenty of I mean, do you know what it gets plenty of stick as well but it, look we're going to have plans for next year and get maybe upline and streamlined a little bit better. It was a bit of an advance where I had the logo, the cleaning doctor's logo on it, and the barrier, the the banner on the cross, which is good from from Streamyard. It's a good site that was found out and researched during the past couple of weeks, uh, which is brilliant. But look, and I'm rambling, and uh, we will move on to the week, the last week of November. We're flying nearly December nearly that silly season a um, few provincial finals maybe look at next weekend in Ulster and, and Leinster so all happening loads happening on the Prayer podcast maybe another update in the merry-go-round on the holy moly managerial merry-go-round too very close I think to be uh, mentioned and ratified as they say but um, yeah, congratulations to the Newtown Blues. Commiserations to the Fleckers. Best luck to the 21 teams. Best of luck to David Clifford. And uh, the six new managers named during the week. Good luck. Bye bye. And thanks for listening to episode 223 of the Loud and Proud Podcast. <laughs>